Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talking about podcasts. We're talking about itty bitty podcasts. Podcasts. Marvelous mini Monday nights. Chunkies. (laughs) We've got a late night recording, so if we're silly, it's our fault. Yes. Uh, Yes. It's marvelous for many reasons. Who are we, though? I'm Carter. I'm Doge. And if you're wondering who the weird voice is, it's still Jordan. It's Jordan, Doge and a half. But I'm sick. <laughs> sick <laughs> boy Jordan. I'm not feeling too good. Mm, that's you know true. what else isn't feeling too good? Tell me. Newborn babies in that new environment they've never been in before. It's scary out there for a baby. Isn't it? <laughs> I don't that's, like the way that, that my, sentence yeah. sounds in my new voice. <laughs> that's, you know, that sounded bad. It's scary out there <laughs> for a baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we need to jump into a Star Wars born because we've got a lot going on. Yeah, today. Yep, yeah. 32, 32, 32 years old today. Wow. Okay. Fans' first memory of this actress likely harkens back to a Friday neath the lights long ago. Or perhaps one remembers her as Zombie 406 in Zombieland. <laughs> While her biggest contribution to the movie world may be that she played a role in ruining Johnny Depp, This actress has a chance to be known for her portrayal of what appears to be a far less helpless version of Ariel. This This would be Amber Heard. Amber Heard is the name. Yeah, Yeah. Uh uh-huh. 32 years old today. 32. 32. Next up. More like Hurdy 2. Nice. Hey, now. (laughs) And Birdie 2, even. Here he is. This three-time Oscar winner turns 82 years old today. This actor is in a very exclusive club with only Michael Caine in that they are the only two to have had at least one Oscar nomination in every decade since the 60s. Granted, these gentlemen are also in a much larger club together, having prominent roles in films about a Bruce. Whose birthday is today? Is this, uh, is this, um, 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 why can't I think of this man's name? Come on, man. I got nothing. No, it's, 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 it's. Here he is. I can smell you. Oh, Morgan? 
Nope. Is it not? This three-time Oscar winner turns 82 today. This actor is in a very exclusive club with Michael Caine in that they are the only two to have had at least one Oscar nomination in every decade since the 60s. Mm. Granted, these gentlemen are in a much larger club together, having prominent roles in films about a Bruce. Is this Sir the Hop, as in Anthony Hopkins? No. I don't know then. I'm out. About a Bruce. Hmm. My first thought was Bruce Almighty. Then I went to Finding Nemo. Hmm. Mm. I got nothing. Jack Nicholson. Oh. Oh. Bruce Wayne. You a Batman yeah. fan, Jordan? Yeah. A little. Mm. A little I am. Mm. <laughs> a little I am. 58 years young for this friend of the podcast. While his overall grade, 21 credits that I actually had averaged the ratings on, though his <laughs> overall grade on Rotten Tomatoes is, well, rotten at 32%. Oof. Ooh. 21 credits. I personally find his work to be, how do I say it? Electricidad. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with George, George Lopez. Lopez. George Lopez. <laughs> wow. Happy, Happy birthday tomorrow, Josh. Okay. Happy birthday, okay. George. Happy 58? birthday. 58 years old 58? tomorrow. He's younger than I thought. Uh, another yeah. birthday for tomorrow that okay. I happened upon right up there with George is William Shakespeare. How fun. Billy yeah. Right up there with George. Well, and the we're doing The Lion King tomorrow. So yeah. it's kind of fun that Shakespeare has his birthday. We'll mm. talk more about that. Mm, 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 um, mm. Guys, let's talk a little bit please, about last night's episode of Game of Thrones. I'm talking specifically about episode two yeah. of this the season. The one that we have seen. The one that sure. we certainly have seen. Right. Episode sure. two of Game of Thrones sure. here on this, this fine Monday, April yeah. 22nd. Yep. Um, That's when this is. Why don't we each go around and say our one favorite thing about that episode? Okay. I'm down. Yes. Uh, I think my favorite was, especially with the illusion uh, of, you know, we saw a lot of people meeting up for the first time in a long time, and that sure. was kind of a big deal for the audience. But I think with with uh, Tyrion and, and uh, Sansi, I think her name's Sansi. Yeah. yeah. Sandy. The red, the, Sandy, yeah. the red-headed yeah. Stark. Mm-hmm. Uh, for them meeting up again and, and talking about like, hey, what a, what a happy marriage we had. Right. Yeah. Um, for them to renew their vows, yeah, this that was, episode, that was very sweet. Uh, really which sweet. kind of a cool thing, and I get it. I mean, I think I think that's going to help with them going towards the throne yeah. because of them with the relationship to the Baratheon clan. Yeah, sure. That's yeah. probably how it's going to Baratheon. Clan Baratheon. That's yeah. what it was. Thank yep. you for that. They w- wield the hammers. I think. Yes. But yeah, I think that's going to be a big deal. The wildest part to me, I haven't even seen anybody talking about this yet, is how Brody Spark, the wheelchair guy, Brody mm-hmm. Sparks. Yeah, he mm-hmm. fell out of his wheelchair again. Yeah, and, and can't move his arms now. And nobody. Oh my else. gosh, so I couldn't believe that either. It's and it's so funny that it's there. so funny that Brody is actually he's right outside the window watching us right now. I know. Isn't it watching nuts? the podcast? He's isn't everywhere, nuts? isn't he? I heard just, that. Just, I heard that his wheelchair is going to get even more wheels mm. and rocket power. So it's yeah. going to be very fast. The, t- the Nickelodeon original cartoon series Rocket Power. <laughs> get rocket power. Wiggity, wiggity. Yeah. yeah, he could stream it in yeah. his wheelchair. It's going to yeah, be amazing. Be cool. um, for me, I think the weirdest and kind of grossest, but most interesting part was probably when they <laughs> it's a lot finally zoomed out and showed us that the snow was really just dragon dandruff the whole time. Oh, Ooh. gross! Drag, yeah. drag drift. I already tried. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. It's not there. But like. I think it was really cool when they sort of revealed that the whole like Prince Dan that was Drag, promised thing good. was um, really just like head and shoulders. And then yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking it would be sell some blue based on the Night King's whole look, but head and shoulders. So. Head and shoulders. That's crazy. And, and it stands head and shoulders above the rest. Too. Made, it's, 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 made sense for the plug. official television show of head and shoulders. Sure. Shampoo and conditioner. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was ignorant, by the way. I'm not going to name that every time. 
but that's our. But it was that uh, our Game of Thrones bit. <laughs> but it was that on. Let's see uh, how much more interesting our conversation is than those who watch Game of Thrones or don't and don't know what they're talking about. I did receive feedback from a friend literally last night. Yes. That he was like, "Man, people were talking about Game of Thrones and they didn't know anything, and it sounded just like an ignorant." Perfect. Yeah, that makes me very happy. Very let's good. do a check in on box office ball. Box office ball. Uh, because I want to give this a look. I think we should reiterate because it's starting to get to be a closer race than it appears. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll, let's unpack this a little bit. It's and almost say, like you shouldn't count me out. We shouldn't count how, Doge out. Doge currently do. has $246 million to it's his name. Change. And here's the thing too. Remember, with Box Office Ball, we each have teams of four that we picked in a snake draft style. Mm-hmm. Any mm-hmm. money that the An movies they are in makes in the box office worldwide gets put into our collective pot for that for that actor. And so... And if you're not uh, real careful with that pot, you're going to have a stew. You're going to have a stew. And so, really, McAvoy is the only person for you making money. So, mm-hmm. we can confidently say Glass has made 246, almost $247 million. He is the only guy on my team. Granted, yeah, Tom Hanks, Ryan Reynolds, and Tom Holland have not had a credit this year yet. Wow. Okay? Yeah. And then we have Jordan. Mm, that's me. With... $480 million. That's some money. To his name. Oscar Isaac is the only one who does not have any money yet. Mm. Chris Pratt with $188 million. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Rock with $22 million because mm-hmm. he has a, a, I mean, he has a part in Fighting with a Family. Certainly. Chris Pratt's money is coming from a movie called The Kid, about Billy the Kid. And a and little bit of Lego movie. Too. Very, very much awesome. a lot of the Lego <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah. And then uh, Michael Keaton, who has the most money on your team with $268 million. Is that all Dumbo dollars? That's all Dumbo, all Dumbo dollars. dollars. That's actually surprising. Doing, yeah, for, for Disney not doing so well, it's doing really well. Yeah. yeah compared to the rest of the world. Uh, everyone on my team is making money. So I'm almost at $2 billion. $1.9 billion. Keanu Reeves has made $40 million on the movie. No, I'm sorry. $4 million <laughs> on the movie <laughs> The Replicas. Yeah. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o has made $235 million with her one credit this year with us. Yep. Isaac Gonzalez has made $403 million with her credit in Alita Battle Angel. Mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson, the highest grossing actor of all time, has made in two movies $1.3 billion Jeez. because Captain Marvel made over a billion. Yeah. And then what was as we movie? Glass. McAvoy. McAvoy oh, is 246 yeah. million. Oh, yeah. So all the other money is from Captain Marvel. Here's what's interesting the only person with a credit in Endgame, which is breaking the system right now, is Doge. Right. With Tom Holland. Right. This might be one of the highest grossing films. It will be. It's just a question of if, if it will be the highest grossing film of all time. Right. Likely going to be a $2 billion movie. Yeah. Oof. That's a big deal. Yeah. I don't have that. But Doge does not have what Jordan and I have, which is probably a billion-dollar movie, Hobbs and Shaw. Do you have Star Wars? I also don't have Star Let's talk Ugh. for a second about how we made Ouch. all those good jokes about Star Wars last week, and then 10 minutes after we left the studio, they released a the trailer. trailer yes, yeah, it starts good. with Ray. Yeah. And I just imagine like, huh? Yeah. You didn't have to imagine. She basically was doing it. She basically was tooting. Um, but... When I was doing this research, I stumbled upon something that was really interesting because this year was projected to be the highest grossing year for Hollywood of all time. Because we might have discussed before that Disney alone is going to have six movies projected over a billion dollars. They're already one for one with Captain Marvel. And Spider-Man's not even one of them considered of the six. Right, yeah. Um, And so, but it's actually the slowest start in Hollywood since 2013. Hmm. Because movies like Alita, which they thought were going to make a ton of money, did not. Yeah, movies right. like Dumbo did not. Lego Movie. Too. Lego Movie yeah. did not. Yeah. But here's the thing: they could say they say that this year, so the year we are sitting in now, us and the Chunkies, could be the biggest comeback 
of any Hollywood year of all time for from now, essentially from end game to the end of the year to make yeah. enough money to be the highest grossing year of all time. With this, one of the slowest crazy. starts. With yeah. one of the slowest starts. Because wow. Disney still has five more, including Star Wars, Endgame, Frozen 2, Toy Story 4, Lion King. Like they expect all of these to make a ton of money. Yep. Hobbs and Shaw. There's right. just a lot out there. So be on the lookout. Box office ball is far from over. Mm. The way I want to end this podcast, because last week we talked about the movies that are coming out and everybody kind of looked at the big monster that is in game and said, you know what? We're going to wait a month right. or a year to like, we don't want this movie to be during the same weekend because I mean, when you look at it, there's so many screens. I mean, we've bought tickets yeah. for this movie. There are so many screens dedicated to that movie alone because mm-hmm. business wise, this is a wise decision for theaters. Absolutely. You'll have, sell them all. Yeah, yeah. Have eight of your 10 screens be in game at the same time. Great. You're going to sell out because they basically did. Um, but what I would like to do right now is a rank you very much, a very special Marvel rank you very much. Mm-hmm. And what I want us to do, and I think it's very special. I think the foundation of Two Chunks and a Hunk is Marvel ultimately, right? Yeah. I mean, David yeah. Bleese, along with the two of you, are know the ins and outs. I mean, the three of y'all knew the most about Marvel of anybody that I knew. Superhero boys. Superhero yeah, boys. Truly. And and went through the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like this, this podcast has touched every one of them. Went back, did Ant-Man and the Wasp. I got to do Marvel, Captain Marvel with y'all for my first one. Uh, but with Endgame coming up, in all of this, and again, it's a movie podcast. I want us to do a top five. And we'll all each do our five, then four, three, two, one. Top five. Marvel Cinematic Universe heroes. Mm. So this is how yeah. they were depicted. And again, I, I'd love to hear y'all's opinions because y'all have read more literature than I have on this stuff. Sure. And and you will obviously be able to put into play like, I love this because this was so much like what I had hoped it would be mm. or so much against what I did not like. But for me, I think it's also good to get a, a viewpoint of someone who is really my history on it is just loving the movies. Mm -hmm. And so I get to have an opinion of, here's my top five based strictly off of the Marvel Cinematic Universe Studios depiction of this. So in in preparation for Endgame, let's do our top five. I can start. Okay. Okay, so my number five is T'Challa. My number five is Black Panther. Yeah. Um, It's tough for me to have someone go really high right now with just one, well, one main credit to their name. Um, which again, I might I might eat my words here in a little bit, but I, from what I saw and just from the iconic like cultural thing that Black Panther was for the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies in general, mm-hmm. just destroying February, an African American depiction of a superhero for the first time, I think he pulled it off well, especially with his decision to say, you know what, why don't we have accents? Right? Wasn't he one of the ones to say? We should talk in an accent if we're he talking with his own dialect. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then a lot of people followed suit because right. otherwise it was just going to be just a normal American accent. And I think that really changed things. So um, Black Panther, T'Challa is my number five of the top five so far Marvel heroes. Mm. Who's next? Yeah, my my number five is going to be Vision. Uh, Paul Bettany. Love Paul Bettany. Is just so good. Like he, he has no reason to be as good as he is uh, in terms of a character. I've never seen anything physically on screen that looks like Vision. And... I don't know. Vision just has a strength of character that I really, really love. Yeah. Always have. And he was original. I mean, he's been in more credits than people think, right? Because he's Jasper yeah. first. Yeah, Jarvis. Jarvis. Yeah. See? That's why you're here. Yeah. Jasper. Yeah. Good old Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my number five is also T'Challa. I um, was blown away when he first appeared in Civil War and mm-hmm. couldn't wait for more. And then his movie came out and once again blew me away. Yeah. And I mean, just the... the 
the portrayal, but also just like how cool he is and his technology and the way that he leads with like respect and love for his people as a character is so compelling and so interesting. And I'm a huge fan. Yeah. It's so interesting too, because he get to he got to carry this kind of pride mm-hmm. in like his people and stuff that it's funny. I felt ignorant as a watcher at one point. Not I, I wasn't like, oh, well, that's kind of prideful of you. And I'm like, wait every hero does this. Right. And this is the first time we've had one that's like from a completely different culture. And right. I was like, shame. Like, but he he pulled it off so well. Uh, my number four is uh, Spider-Man. Okay. Um, I think this of all of them has the potential to go higher, faster, quicker than anyone else because I do love Tom Holland mm-hmm. on Team Doge for Box Office Ball. Um, I love his like innocence and his own kind of ignorance and just like everything that he's doing, but he's such a good kid. And he's, yes. it feels like a really good choice yeah. yes. in a world that we've had several. We've had the Andrew Garfields and the Tobey Maguires. I don't think either of them touch what Tom Holland has done no, in I just totally one and two thirds movies so far. I so he's my you. number four. Totally agree. Um, my number four is going to be Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch. Mm. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, she's my number six. So you're pretty pumped for WandaVision. I'm very pumped for okay. WandaVision. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's going to be great. I really love, I wish we got more of her. Um, I feel like she's somebody that we don't get enough of, but I think her her story, particularly of like trying to figure out, people are afraid of me. Should I be afraid of me? Like that, it's just mm. the most fascinating internal arc yeah. of any character. And she loses me. someone she loves within like, 50 minutes of the time we meet her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. So and that's huge. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Um, my number four is also number Thor. Um, that's going to be Thor, Odin's son. Um, he's probably the most shocking for me to be in the top five because if you had I asked get me- it. From the lightning. Right. Uh, if you had asked me before Ragnarok, he wouldn't have made my top 10 probably. Mm. But um, man, something about the, the whiplash change in portrayal, um, the way that he became capable and fun instead of- uh, heavy and mopey all the time. I mean, it was, I'm just such a huge fan of what Chris Hemsworth is doing right now and what Taika Waititi was able to do with the character and the story. And yeah. um, I mean, he had, he had maybe my favorite moment in all of Endgame. I'm a, a big uh, Infinity fan. War? Yeah, sorry. Infinity War. When yeah. he came with the axe, yes. Stormbreaker. Yeah, yes. so good. And great transition because my number three is the one that made the exclamation of, y'all are in trouble now. Yeah. And it's it's Bruce Banner. Mm. It's the Hulk. Yeah. Um, yep. I think Mark Ruffalo, because I'm a big Ed Norton guy. Mm. And so Ed Norton, wasn't that Hulk movie technically in the MCU? Yes. Yeah. So when I found out he dropped out, I was kind of bummed. But then here comes Mark Ruffalo. And in a way that I haven't respected as much as when, because Bruce, Bruce Wayne and Batman have to be very different characters. It feels like. Sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, portrayed differently. And that's something that you kind of wrestle with with the Hulk. And so I think Mark Ruffalo is both the best Hulk and Bruce Banner that I've ever seen yes, by a I long agree. shot. Easy. Long shot. And I think he brings a certain kind of charm mm. to the whole series and just his soft spokenness and his intellect. I love him. Yeah. And so I would love, I'm fine if they do like a Planet Hulk or something. Give yes. me a standalone. Yeah. And I love to have Give some me more, more Mark. I love to have more of him in Rock, Ragnarok. That was a treat. Yes. Um, but it wasn't as much Mark Ruffalo as it was just the Hulk. Right. But, um, I know he's a part of both of it. But Big yeah, fan. he's my three. Yeah. Uh, number three for me is Iron Man. Mm. Uh, aside from the little misstep with his story in Iron Man 3, I think his arc really is the backbone of the MCU. Like his whole narrative of whenever Jensen rescues him in the cave in the very first one, and he says, I've given you a second chance at life. Don't waste Don't it. Don't waste it. Yeah. Every single thing that he does after that, he's, he's 
spinning his wheels out of control, trying to keep from wasting it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fascinating. Yeah, my yeah, number three is also Iron Man. I'm starting to get nervous that our top three are the same. Um, my number three is also Iron Man, mostly because Robert Downey Jr. has completely changed Iron Man yeah. as a character yeah. for the better, um, as far as even physical portrayal in the comics. Um, but I mean, Iron Man, you're absolutely right. He is, he's the leader for a reason. Um, and he is really shaping how the MCU looks. And I, I'm just a huge fan of everything that has been done with him as far as the movies go. I love yeah. him. He's my number two. Yeah. Um, I think it was so cool too that Iron Man was kind of, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. being cast as Iron Man just felt like Robert Downey Jr. playing Robert Downey Jr., right. especially with what was going on in his life yes, in terms exactly. of the playboy mentality. And then for him to come in and essentially be the catalyst for what yeah. we have now. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's why in that massive photo, when they finally get everybody together, he's right in the middle. He's got to be. By yeah. the producer. You know, and by those, those that massive think tank that put all this together. But yeah, it's so good. Mm. And it's, yeah, I'm afraid this is when it starts getting to like, am I going to lose? Like there's some people that like in my top five, I feel like I'm going to lose at least one of them in this mm-hmm. next movie. Hey, I think we're going to lose this person that we're all talking about right now. Yeah, I yeah, do so too. I do too. Um, man, but he does such a good job. So. Yeah. Um, Jordan, why don't you go first with your number two? So I'm not stealing your thunder two two terms in a row. So my number two is Spider-Man. Hey, my two. Yeah, he, um, good grief. This kind of random kid that they chose to come in. I mean, not random, but like they brought him in and I really hadn't seen him do much of anything. And he is just, he is Spider-Man to me now. Um, He just does such a good job. And I love his, I think Carter, you said it right. I think his innocence and wonder in the middle. He's kind of acting as um, like, a link for the audience to look at and go, exactly. I would feel that way too. He's the he's the Jim Halpert or the Ben right. Wyatt. Yeah. Where the, he's the person that the audience is like, I would react like this guy. Right. Yeah. That's good. Um, but he's just so fun. He's acrobatic. He's intense. And I think he really encapsula- encapsulates Spider-Man's sense of duty and love for his city and people. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I would 100% agree with that. I'm excited to see him grow into the character more. Like I, my deepest wish from the bottom of my soul Spider-Man is my favorite fictional character of all time. But mm-hmm. my deepest wish is that he grows into the role in a similar way to like Dan Radcliffe and Harry Potter. Where right. We have like a decade of Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah, love that. I would love that too. Holland. And part of yeah. me too is like, if you're Tom Holland and you were given this on a silver platter, why would you ever leave? He Absolutely. Won't. He won't. He loves he why it. would you ever leave this role? And what's funny too is that it feels like a lot of the cast is kind of treating him like Spider-Man. Yeah, I think so too. Like yeah, outside of so. filming. They're rooting for him. Yeah, yeah. And all the rooting for him. him and then also and like, uh, we're not going to give Tom Holland the script yet because right. his mouth is going to blow it. Yeah, yeah. But it I just it. feels like Peter Parker I love and so I love much. it. Now I'm going to go ahead and make a spicy prediction that our number one is all the same person. I think we all have the same number one. We didn't talk about you this You don't before. think so? Carter doesn't think so. I know not. Okay. Okay. Go. Did you, you go. say Spider-Man for number two yeah, already? Yeah, Spider-Man's my number two as well. Yep. So my number one, and this is spicy, and the and here's here's what it is. It's the room of the two like professional guys in the background <laughs> here, and then just little old me watching the movies. Thor is my number one hero. Okay. Cap, okay. Cap does not even make my top five. Wow, and really? I'm sorry if I'm spoiling anything. I don't know. But it's just, I I love Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. as this role. Mm-hmm. I don't, I do not for a second mind how big of a a we I can't think of a word to edit it, but like in the first one, he is so cocky and arrogant. Yes, yeah, and just is kind of has to be broken before he figures things out. But it's the world that he lives in and the way he interacts with it um, that I love so much. So obviously, yes, I feel the same way. It, it breaks my heart that 
I think I agree with you guys that The Dark World is the worst of the MCU. Sure. But also, I think we said recently, that makes it better than anything DCU has ever done. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. But when Ragnarok came out, and then when I when I get to see homies shaved with an eye patch, like I'm oh, I'm down for everything. Chris yeah. Hemsworth, I could watch him live for 24 hours, yep. no acting problem. like Thor in any setting, and I'm totally down. And no I problem. and I absolutely love it. I love his power. I love the fact that he is the ringer. Like he's up yep. there with Hulk. And now and, and now I cannot Marvel. I mm. cannot wait for that interaction. Yeah, me neither. Because I love Brie. Yep. And yep. so to see these Captain, two together, Captain Marvel was almost in my top five as well. Here. Dude, I cannot wait to see them together, just Same. kicking all the butt. Yeah. And yeah, just the different things too. Like he was the one that I saw. Like he was my favorite cross movie interactions in Infinity War. Yes. His, his interactions with Star Lord and Rocket and like with rabbit with yeah. rabbit yeah my goodness gracious i love it and, so good. and he's also dramatic like mm-hmm. he's done a really good do- job of being a dramatic actor like you feel for him because he's lost everything and no, so, i feel like they're letting him have fun with it finally right and it's showing right so he's my number one is thor yeah my number one is captain same. america same 100% um, same i've said it before on the show but cap to me uh he's the embodiment of that like superman archetype yes. that yeah. that is really popular in superhero fiction Particularly the MCU iteration of Cap really fills that role mm-hmm. of of the conflict never is will he do the right thing, but it's always how much will it cost him to do the right thing and how is he going to respond knowing that he has to pay that price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cap's whole mindset of like self-sacrificial saving and like um, putting himself second as far as the needs of other people. I mean, it doesn't get any more tied with emotion and coolness for me than that. That's the pinnacle yeah. of a character that I can get behind root for and love. Yeah. And he is also my number one fear and confident vote for death in the end game. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I think the big, th- well, Thor wasn't in your top five, was it Dosh? Uh, I like that. It's that different, but I think, yeah, it's a deep roster of characters. I think a yeah. lot of, uh, you know, Thor showed up a couple times. Iron Man's in everybody's list. Was Iron Man in your list too? Dosh? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, Cap wasn't in mind, but these are the three that very understandably the last scene in a lot of these trailers is we see their feet walking up to uh, Thanos, mm. right, on that planet. And we don't really know like what's about to go down, but it feels like, yeah. yeah. But they're doing that on purpose because this was our holding the baton uh, through these first four phases. So Woo. massive thing, <laughs> massive. And that's going to be this week. And yeah. so we're going to, yeah. we're going to all see it together, tripping out. which will be fun. We're going to all see it together at 1050. Here's the catch. I'm seeing it at six <laughs> and 1050. So yeah, six hours. I don't know if that's going to make me more valuable or less because I'm going to come in. Like, hate it. I mean, my guessing my favorite part was, <laughs> um, but that's all the time we have. We ran over, but understandably it's a big week. Mm. It's a mini Monday. What's, what's between mini and, and normal? Episode regular, medium, medium, um, medium. merry, medium, marvelous, medium Monday. Nice today. So you're going to see it running a little long, but it's going to be worth it. (laughs) Yes, um, really sets up for for uh, what we're going to talk about next. Mm. But much amaze. That's it for today. Uh, Actually, to close out, um, who do you think has the most potential to to be your number one? Like, if we lose these people, let's sign off by saying who you are. If we lose our entire top five, if you lose all of them, yep. Who has the chance to be your number one? Got it. I'm Carter, Star-Lord. Uh, I love Chris Pratt. And even though he's kind of Chris Pratt everywhere, uh, Star-Lord's been showing a lot of those layers with losing Gamora and stuff like that. So I want to really see how he deals with that. I'm totally down for more of it. Mm. I'm Doge and T'Challa. 
He wasn't in my top five, but he was like number 5.1. So that's an easy one. Mm. Jordan and Bucky. Oh, man. The squirrel from the Emperor's New Groove. I love (laughs) Sebastian Stan. Did you steal my acorn? Yes. You owe me a new acorn. Squeak or squeak. In in Endgame, he's just got this balloon and Thanos is like, please don't wake up the Jaguars. He's like, I'm going to have that. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.